we went out and asked the people what they wish they knew about sex when they were growing up. I think we should like just everyone just be free, just give us condoms and do not, if you like make it so strict, people are gonna like wanna test it out. And that's exactly what happened. I wish I was taught more honestly about like the female anatomy, like knowing yourself, I guess, before you enter into a sexual relationship. And I feel like when you're a kid and you're a girl, like you think that you're supposed to have sex and that it's like just all about the boy, but it's not. I learned about sex honestly like when I was like 16, 17, it was my first experience of actually having like a sexual encounter. That's another thing, you should never learn about sex while you're having on sex. On your own. That's like learning how to drive a car on a freeway. You're gonna panic, you're gonna crash. That's not healthy. Like no experience after that point is going to be enjoyable. I just think that in these classes we need to teach men how to read body language better, how to know if they actually have consent. And just teach women that it's okay to say no. It's okay if you're uncomfortable, be like, I'm uncomfortable, can you leave me alone? It's okay to say no, it's okay to be uncomfortable, it's okay to like the person but not be into it. Sex doesn't always have to be an active, ongoing event. Like, you can take breaks, you can talk, you can check up, you can get water, your body can make sounds, you can laugh about it. Sex doesn't only need to be erotic. Like, it could be fun, it could be romantic, you know? It's not porn, it's sex. All right, all right. Welcome to another episode of Both Sides of the Bed. Welcome, welcome. And today, we're going to bring it back to the beginning and think about what was it that we wished that we learned about sex growing up? And that's a big question, and I feel like universally across the board we've heard many of the same things um, with everyone that we've interviewed between our friends and family definitely within our experiences so we thought this was a good one um, just to really t talk about kind of where we came from and maybe the lack of understanding with certain things that have brought us to this place now and have kind of shaped the kind of sex that we have um, currently yeah absolutely i think that a lot of us have stumbled through our sex lives and with a lot of regret, a lot of confusion, um, a lot of trial and error. And I think that if we just had a more comprehensive sex education that we would be able to have better sex. Um, just, you know, growing up, especially when we're younger. Right. Uh, there's so much shame, there's so much hiding, there's so much that we don't know. Um, it ends up that we regret our partners or end up having unsafe sex and yeah, it could be better if we just talk about it with our kids. Absolutely. So that's what we're going to do today and in every episode. And for those who are new to the channel, for those who are new to the podcast, please take a second, subscribe, like. And if you get benefit from this by the end of the episode, please share with somebody. So today, we're going to start out with another sex fact. What you got for us today? Today's sex fact is 55% of 15 to 19 year olds who reported having had sex wish that they had waited longer before losing their virginity. As you said this to me before we got started, I thought about it. And as much of a, a rush that I felt that I had um, when I first started having sex at 16, I realized it was just no rush. There was no pressure to do it so soon. It meant nothing as to, to determine the kind of man that I am right now. It meant absolutely nothing. If I would have waited to 22, I would have been fine. You know what I'm saying? So I, I can feel that. I, I can definitely put myself in that in that box i could have could have waited it's no pressure yeah i think that um i don't know there's there's a lot of understanding that i did 
I'm not mad that I waited. I don't regret who I lost my virginity to and how I lost my virginity. What I do wish is that I had um, more knowledge going into it. Mm. And just with the circumstances of who it was with and what was happening within my family, I couldn't talk to it, um, like my sister or my mom about it. So I was just kind of in it alone. Whereas if it was a different person, I think that I would have been able to talk to my mom about it. Mm -hmm. um, they weren't a bad person. My mom was just not really wanting me to talk to this person because they were older. So um, I, don't, I don't really know what the thought process was with that. Mm -hmm. So it was just like a lot of sneaking around to get laid. Um, but I was with someone who really cared about me and um, like really taught me a lot and was really patient with me. So I don't necessarily regret it. I just I just regret everything else that was happening around it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I definitely can relate to the sneaking around in a sense. Like, yeah, I told my friends, but they didn't know shit about sex either. So we could talk amongst ourselves. But someone who actually had some knowledge about how to do this that I can go to and share what's going on with me or ask questions or just pick up things. Like, I didn't have that resource um, growing up. So I definitely can resonate with that. Yeah, I think a lot of um, a lot of people kind of just go in blind and talk to their friends who are just as blind as they are. But think about that. Yeah. The vast majority of us have started in that way. So it's a bunch of young people not knowing shit about it, doing it, talking about it, still not knowing shit. And then you become an adult. Yeah. Picking up a few things along the way. But for the most part. That's how it happens. You learn from your peers. Yeah. And some people don't explore their sexuality that much so the little bit that they did pick up that might last them until they're in their 50s 60s or until they die you know and that's that's a crazy reality that there's a lot of grown adults out here walking around and not really knowing how to have sex yeah and just bringing up sexuality i always tell this story it's so funny to me um i'm bi as i've mentioned in many episodes <laughs> and um i didn't know i was bi until i was like 20 mm -hmm. and like i didn't realize and then when i track it back i was just like that was gay <laughs> that was that wasn't a straight thought and what was so funny is talking about it with your peers i was talking to a friend of mine about sex and about girls thinking like all oh, girls think that girls are pretty and then she comes out like a year after i do so i'm like oh so we were both gay <laughs> thinking that we're straight mm -hmm. ha like thinking having these straight conversations about gayness thinking it's straight and we're just confused right. and then when i looked at it like full picture of just the comment because she was like one of the main people i had conversations with right and um yeah she's also bi and just like seeing it full spectrum it was just like wow we really just didn't know ourselves one and we just didn't know like how to communicate it or how to express it or like really how to understand it so yeah. it took me a lot longer than um it could have or should have because yeah. all the signs were there it's not like i was just like i'm 20 and now i'm gay it's not how gay happens yeah. um it just you know it's always there and it's just a matter of one accepting it and two owning it but the crazy thing is the concept of being gay or bi they've been around for the longest yeah, they've been so around since the beginning of time the fact that these are options available in in school like they know kids are out here falling into some of these categories but yet we don't talk about any of them like we don't talk about that side at all to even help kids navigate their social circles in school yeah or to help maybe help kids who don't know how to how identify who they may be but you know having trouble with that and struggling like there's just no assistance in navigating that 
yeah. at all. Yeah, and then um, representation just matters so much. Just seeing someone and being able to, you know, someone that looks like you and talks like you and, um, you know, is some type of sexuality that you identify with and just like seeing that aha moment of like, oh, this is not just, not only is it okay, but it's acceptable and it's also kind of like me. Right. Um, so, but in a lot of schools, you know, what is it called? The don't say gay law? That they yeah, I'm hearing this crazy shit in the South. Yo, the Florida and I'm the other southern states. Y'all got shit fucked up. Y'all are wild what? and I hope y'all are okay. Yeah, and, that's wild. Yeah, so it's, it's a lot, you know, not having that representation kind of being pulled back, even though like we, we've been fighting so hard to get it. Um, it, it really sucks, you know, and it, it's such good community. Like, you know, you and I, we've been immersed in queer land <laughs> the last few weeks because uh, it's pride, uh, happy pride. And um, it's been amazing. Like, you know, I've never really immersed myself in the community until recently. And it's been it's been so beautiful and so accepting. It's like the one place that I've been, the one group of people I've been in where I didn't feel judged. I didn't feel gawked at. And I just felt just accepted. Yeah. that Like this past weekend, we went to a uh, beach for Pride and, and they had a, just a whole section yeah, queer uh, for queer. Yeah, for queer people. And it was definitely my first experience with that. And I knew it would be fine based on the company that we had. And I'd be, you know, I would know how to navigate but I still thought maybe there might be uncomfortable situations happening or just a lot of wild energy, like a lot of wild gay energy, more stereotypical, mm. you know, views of it. And then I was pleasantly surprised that it was one of the most freeing, peaceful, love filled environments I've ever been yeah. in. And it's just there's no pressure of trying to do anything other than what the fuck you want to do. There's no judgment. Everyone was chilling. And it was just a beautiful, it was a beautiful thing. And I realized, yeah, it's just these perceptions that we've had. It took me until 33 to just expose myself to other people's um, ways of being that I realized, yeah, it's just so much more to it. And I really yeah. do wish that I even knew what queer, what, what the queer community meant. And just even a little bit growing up. Yeah, just even a little bit. Yeah. yeah. And just how overall that 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 community lives i think we all can take something out of that book yeah for sure there's a, there's a lot of peace a lot of love um and just a lot of simplicity like they're just out here chilling i don't know why people act like they're these raging gays like spilling rhetoric as if they're a conservative republican christian and <laughs> not to throw shade but fuck you um, <laughs> but like they're out here doing some crazy, you know, like trying to turn like, oh, my God, I'm going to touch it. You now have the gay. That's yeah. not how it works. No. Um, or even like even hearing like cis heterosexual 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 <laughs> even hearing cis heterosexual men say that they don't want to be around gay men because they don't want them like flirting with them, or, like gawking at them. They don't want you. Calm down. They are chilling. They are. They're not trying to push anything on you. Yeah. Um, it's just not how it works. It's mm. either you are, or you aren't. And also hearing um, the cis heteros say that they don't want to try butt stuff because it makes them gay. If you're gay, you're gay. Yeah. If you're not gay and you want to try butt stuff, it's yeah. not that deep. <laughs> That's definitely something I wish that I learned growing up about sex and sexuality. Yeah, because. I'm so comfortable with my sexuality now 
because someone tries to hit on me, what does that have to do with who I am and what I desire? Yeah. Yeah. And typically, they be chilling. Like, even if they do come up to you, they be chilling. You know, they might, they'll yeah. let it be known they're interested. They might want to see. But honestly, cis hetero dudes be way more aggressive, way more pervy, way more yes. just creepy with it. You know? Cat calling. Yeah. Nobody likes to be cat called. Please stop it. Yeah. Um, but doing the most, um, I've never experienced that from any other person any other any other person in any other category right. have i ever been uncomfortable with other than that right um but yeah it's i, I do wish that i was more exposed to that yeah it's interesting i didn't think we would open up with this perspective in mind but yeah it's definitely something i wish i just would have knew more about the queer community to see examples of the level of freedom that they live their life through it's definitely it was definitely inspiring to just be even more comfortable in my own skin as yeah. a result of seeing that. Yeah, it's a beautiful space. Yeah. What else do you wish you knew about sex growing up? So much shit. Everything. I didn't learn anything. Like, as I've said many, many times throughout the episodes, my only reference point for sex growing up was porn. Mm-hmm. 100%. Nothing, nobody could teach me anything. Number one, I wish that I would have learned it at home. I wish my parents would have told me something yeah. other than wear a condom. Like I, I could have picked that up from a sign in, in our health department in our school. You know what I'm saying? Like I really wish my parents would have taught me about relationships. I wish I would have first learned the difference between boys and girls and how we process having mm-hmm. sex. I wish I would have started there and learned mm-hmm. typically girls have more of an emotional connection to sex than boys do typically obviously there's always you know exceptions to the rule but i wish i would have understood that and so my approaches with girls would have been a little bit more different i wish we would have really knew the repercussions of having unprotected sex Mm. and getting people pregnant at a young age amen because i've went through a few experiences like I've I've I done went through the whole abortion thing. I done went through miscarriage with 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 girlfriends that I had like girlfriend that I had at a young age. And having to go through that whole thing, both of us, and not being able to tell our parents or any adult, having to figure out how to come up with money and deal with it was deep. And it's not okay. Like we should have had our parents to help us with these situations. And I feel like decisions that I made later in my twenties was a result of bad decisions that I made then trying to fix those things. So I wish we would have help in that and not feel shame in having sex and getting someone pregnant even. Like I just wish there was support there and knowing yeah, that. I wish there was good. support there too. I wish Roe versus Wade wasn't overturned. Absolutely. But I absolutely understand. Um, it's just for a second, it's fucked up that that happened and I'm infuriated. But I won't derail this conversation with that. Continue. Yeah, but even I think even that in terms of just things that I wish we would have known. I wish we would have known about a time when we didn't have the ability to freely get abortions even. Just to I think we would we would value it so much more that 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 that's an option. And maybe let's try to avoid it more. I just feel like we kind of do live in a society where it's like, well, hope we don't get pregnant. But if we do. At least abortion is an option. It's always there. But I think if we 
just practice proper sex practices, we could even avoid even having to get get into that place, especially younger when we don't know how to navigate it. Like I remember that girlfriend I had um, at the time who did get pregnant, she was terrified to talk to her parents about it. She was terrified to let them know what happened. And she had to deal with some really tough things that that I couldn't be there for her in those moments had to do it alone and it's just not healthy it's not okay like that's that's trauma you know that can carry on until you're in adulthood so i just wish parents collectively were like required to teach us the basics about sex at least the basics yeah my um one of my sisters ended up having one and you know it was it was so heavy just the energy like, I remember when it happened in our apartment, like, after taking the pill, and it was a lot, you know, it was a, it was a lot that she had to unpack, a lot that um, her and the person that she was with had to unpack, and a lot, you know, of support that I tried to give, and not realizing how deeply it impacted me until later, and it wasn't even my choice or my body or my experience, um, just like that second hand. So I can only imagine what women go through when they, or women and femmes go through say women who have wombs what they go through when they have to make that decision it's um it's so heavy and it's so deep and that decision isn't made lightly i think that um especially like pro-lifers think that it's just like oh it's our first choice of birth control no those decisions are made heavily and and with remorse and with fear and with a lot of regret sometimes and a lot of shame sometimes Mm -hmm. um those decisions aren't made lightly so i I do commend the ones who have made that decisions for themselves and for their life because i really think that it was best for not only them but that child that may have been here but yeah i do wish that we were taught um more more of our options and and how to carry that type of situation as you said you know your ex-girlfriend shouldn't have done that alone yeah and, and not in a fear-based way like you better use a condom or else this could happen just to explain what happens yeah. when you don't and just how to do it in the proper way i think that fear makes it harder for us to do it properly it's yeah. with fear-based energy is behind it you know what i'm saying and it's like just don't it's reprimanding you know kids want to do shit that they're told not to do yeah so it just yeah it's just a loving welcoming okay we know you're about that age where sex is happening come on in i know you're gonna have it anyway i'm not gonna tell you don't have sex i may steer you away from doing it now because you might be a little too young to handle it but i just think that conversation should just look a lot different yeah absolutely um and just like having that safety to just know like i had that like i knew that if something happened um though i didn't tell my mother about my first time i knew that if something happened and I got something or I got pregnant or whatever, whatever. I knew I could come talk to her. Mm. Even with, you know, my situation, I could have talked to her. I chose not to. But the the window was open. The door was open to have that conversation. Mm. Um, and that I definitely appreciate about her. Um, that there wasn't shame. She used to always say, like, no matter what you do, I will love you. Just don't lie. Like, mm. I'll still love you if you lie, but it's just not necessary. Just tell me the truth and I'll support you properly right. um, and fully. Um, and my mom was really a great mom. She was a mother to a lot of my friends, too, because their moms weren't, you know, as open. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know, I just commend her for that. And I think that more mothers should do that. You know, just really 
guiding your kid instead of making it all about you of just like oh my god I'm so embarrassed that my teen daughter got pregnant and now my friends have to find out that I have to be a grandmother at 40 years old or whatever it is it's not about you parents should remember that they're raising somebody that they you're here your job is literally to guide that person to adulthood to guide them with as much information as much love as you can so what's something that you wish that you learned growing up about sex i wish i learned to put my pleasure first um as having porn as a resource porn does not teach you that for um fems so i, I, re I really wish i knew how to just pleasure myself and just, you know, get up in there and just know what I'm doing and know what feels good and also be calm and just kind of taught the confidence to just let my partner know, like, this is what feels good. This is what I like without having just like the burden of thinking of this, especially men's ego. It's like that's like a weight. Like, mm -hmm. oh, I can't tell him this because then he's going to get mad and then he's going to stop and then he's not going to talk to me anymore. It's just like all that is always like in the back of your head just because you want him to finger you properly because he's jamming jagged ass nails inside of you right. <laughs> if you tell him wrong then you know boys out the window so yeah just, i really wish i was just taught how to pleasure myself and how to prioritize my pleasure right and um that it's okay to be sexy you know i grew up in a very muslim household that was very modest and um i i always liked feeling sexy and being sexy and you know um, I wasn't allowed to do that until I was almost 20. So it was, I, I wish I was like kind of taught how to use it for me. Like I think that I was, I was kind of, I don't want to say shamed, but I can't think of a better word. I think I was kind of shamed for being pretty and just like kind of told to hide it or to damper it or to mask it. Like you can't wear mascara because you know, it'll bring too much attention to your eyes or don't wear red lipstick because it's for whores. And it's just like, don't wear tight clothes. And I don't think that I was taught it in a way that was productive. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I wish my mom taught me how to be sexy, you know, mm -hmm. and how to, how to feel sexy for myself, how to feel sexy for whatever partner I'm with. Um, yeah. I like that. Um, I can't say I necessarily wanted to feel sexier, but I wanted to feel, I guess, like I got this. Yeah, more confident. A little, yeah, but it's like, it's weird because I would feel confident in the act. Once we got to the point where it's time to go down, like after, once I started having sex, before then I didn't, I didn't have that confidence to know I, I could activate on this. But even once I started having sex, I didn't know how to be confident necessarily leading up to it. But once we got there, I was good. Um, I just wish I just didn't have to feel like that pressure. Like I learned, just learn how to be myself. Yeah. Yeah. Be, learn how to be myself. Um, learn how to communicate properly with my partner. Like literally learn how to ask questions, learn what they want and communicate what I want or to learn how to figure it out together. Yeah. Yeah. It was just, Not we like just that. was doing some shit. We got together in the whole kind of all right let's do this and you know stumble upon things but i wanted to talk how does this feel in this moment you know what i'm yeah. saying oh or me saying hey, i don't really like it like that let's do it like this or whatever the case is do you just need some lube yeah oh lube we wasn't using lube <laughs> not at all i didn't start using lube until late 20s honestly i didn't start using lube consistently until you same until yeah yeah i don't think and i ever bought lube last time i bought a bio year k y i can't remember it's been a long time but yeah there was no lube. Simple things like that. They don't teach you none of that. Because in school, it's not about 
I guess they're scared of promoting sex or feel like they're pushing you to sex. Everybody knows we all been having sex around the same time. I would say anywhere between 14 and 19 kids are having sex. So in knowing that in preparation for that, let's not run from it. It's like if you know your car is about to be repoed if you don't pay your bills, don't just not look at your mail that telling you about your car about to get repoed. Figure that shit out before you get to a bad situation. So it's the same thing. Instead of just avoiding it, like, okay, this is where the baby comes from. This is the fallopian tube. Nine months, that whole thing. Yes. And so much the fun. real shit that we care about right yeah. now is all these other things. Yeah, I um, I completely agree with that. Um, I think with when it comes to lube, I was kind of like... It was, I wasn't taught this, but it was kind of like in the air that if you couldn't get wet enough, you needed a lube, that you were just like old or like your stuff, <laughs> your pussy wasn't working properly. Hmm. Um, so that's why I steered across, away from it. Um, Interesting. Because on our side, it was, damn, if the girl needs lube, that means you ain't doing something right. You ain't getting her wet enough. So it's so funny how, how Yeah. And sometimes I'll be so ready and so horny and just not wet. Mm. And sometimes it's like a slip and slide. Like it just depends on, you know, what's happening or really how hydrated I am. Um, even being taught that, drink some water so your pussy's wet. Um, it helps, it really changes things. But if you are on a dry spell with your water drinkage, use some lube. There's nothing wrong with that. Lube is great even when everything's already great. Yeah. It just makes it feel better. Yeah, it's just like more. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, I, just, I wish we were, all that stuff was more normalized. And just in sex education in general, like in American sex education specifically, it's very much anatomy and physiology. Just like this is where the the balls are. This is like the shaft, barely even that much. Then it's, you know, uterus, ovaries, baby. Yeah. And, and preventative things. And STDs, yeah, herpes, yeah. STDs chlamydia gonorrhea everything and then the bumps the genitalia with the bumps yeah that would pop up and it would scare everybody mm-hmm. and just like if you don't use a condom this is what your vagina is gonna look like and it's just like yes and no yeah there's just so much more to um getting an std than just you know wearing a condom it's choosing your sex partners wisely it's going to the clinic and getting checked out um because for a lot of men with certain um with certain STDs, it doesn't even, you, do, you don't have symptoms, you're asymptomatic. So you give it to girls or women and we have all the symptoms. And it's just like, you don't even know that you gave it to somebody because you're not going to the clinic. So just being taught um, that without shame yeah. um, would be really helpful. But I really wish I was just taught about pleasure and just taught like, like the actual like if you touch here on this part of the clitoris, it feels a little bit more. Like I learned this new part of my clit. What was it yesterday? We, we had car sex. It was great. Um, and I like learned this new part of my clit. It was, oh, the inner. Yeah, it was like more. Um, like usually I'm like on top, but it was like more under. Yeah. And it was amazing, and it was just like this new experience, and it just like amplified it. Like, like I feel like I was just hitting like three thousand of the eight thousand nerve endings in my clitoris, and I feel like I got like all eight thousand. It was amazing. Mm. Um, but even just like learning how to explore that part of your body, um, and teaching young boys to wash their fucking hands before one. they touch someone's vagina. That's Please wash one. your hands. Um, because it's, it's so easy for us to just like get a UTI or whatever it is. So just like even that little thing 
it yeah. makes a really huge difference even in just the girl's comfort yeah like i could definitely see them holding off on teaching how to hit the g spot and stimulating yeah. the clear i could see that being a, a college discussion and you know in like one of those classes senior year of high school not because I, I i i can see that being a, a little bit much but at least from a hygienic standpoint yeah wash your hands cut your nails those basic things if you're gonna have sex do it like this yeah basics yeah but um yeah i didn't learn much about sex in like an educational standpoint until i think it was my sophomore year of college and i took a human sexuality class and um even that it wasn't really so much about pleasure it was just more so about like the history of it and like the kinsley scale um which is always helpful and like even there it wasn't even a pleasure course yeah if they're gonna if they're gonna teach us all this boring ass shit about history teach us some some history of sex i would have probably made it through a history class about sex a little better than i would have learned about freaking uh english history that yeah. had nothing to do with us yeah even the basics day i would have liked that yeah it was a really good course it really um kind of put me on this trajectory of wanting to know about sexology mm -hmm. but um I, and i think that class it wasn't anything wild i could have had that class in high school mm -hmm. um just like a basic human sexuality class and it's 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 having that some type of comprehensive education it just really changes how you approach sex like if i really went in knowing like okay this like no if i knew what the gooch was without having to do research on urban fucking dictionary yeah. <laughs> that would have been cool to know like okay this is um this is a spot that really stimulates um a male and it, it really helps to amplify their experience if i knew that um touching just around my vagina not necessarily just directly on the t on the clit but just a stimulating yeah. that would have been amazing if guys knew that the clit is stimulating that would be amazing yeah i didn't i didn't know shit about the clit growing up none of that and i, I and again i understand school only teaching but so much but I wish I would have got it from home. And again, yeah. I, I, even my mother, I, I don't expect maybe her to teach me everything about it. But I would have liked my pops too. Or if he couldn't, maybe there would just be some resource out there. Hey, son, go to sex class today. Like a, a place you can go mm. for young people to go and learn about these things, even if it's not in regular school. You know what I'm saying? I wish that resource was there. Maybe it will be there. Maybe we can start it. I don't know. But I do know there needs to be something between the ending of high school and your college years where you can go and just learn about it for real. Yeah. You know, how to do it right. Or you're going to be out here fucked up. Everybody's had, most people have had some kind of terrible sexual experience or just situation happen by the time they're 25, 30 years old. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I'm saying? I just feel like a lot of these things could be avoided if we just knew how to do it properly sometimes we're doing it by mistake like one thing that i realize is so fucking problematic is really not okay is the consent thing like there's been so many times i've been a part of conversations as a young boy between like 16 and 22 where it was like yeah when you get the girl back to the house you know you do the whole thing you you know y'all cuddled up on the couch and you're making your moves or whatever and then they, they would always say well, no, don't be just because she said no, don't mean no. You got to just figure out how to make it a yes or like just ignore the no. She don't really mean no. If she really means no, she'll like leave or something else. She said no, that's a no. Like coercing her to give you her pussy is not OK. It's not OK. So just even that in the mindset and really getting a full yes 
we're on the same page and enthusiastic yeah guys. that needs to be taught in school that shit needs to be taught in school absolutely because it's crazy i would say out of all the women out of all the girls and women that i've been with ever there's been a decent amount the vast majority of them have had some kind of sexual assault some kind of sexual assault to some level some one in three women yeah like some worse than others but literally everyone that i've been with just at some point they share it with me it's mind-blowing how many women have been sexually assaulted and i think a lot of times men don't realize that they're doing it yeah you know they think it's okay or whatever so i definitely think that is crucial yeah that's crucial like that it's it's really big a lot of men don't know they're doing it i don't get too into it but i definitely had a situation like that and i had to tell him after like that wasn't consensual and he started crying and i had to console this man for (laughs) doing whatever you know and it's just like sometimes you just don't know because you're just not taught you know and it it, it really does suck and it puts a lot of different people in a lot of bad situations and then when they're um when somebody like confronts them like you did this to me then they're just confused like what do you mean um because they don't know that coercion is not okay yeah but yeah i wish that there was more um i think right now consent that consent talk is no means no and have enthusiastic yes and that's kind of like this the end of it but like really breaking down like if you have to ask somebody multiple times and they're still saying no or they finally say yes because they're just like so um depleted from you asking so often Mm -hmm. or so much at a time um that's not it's not a yes yeah um and just like teaching about the details and what an enthusiastic yes looks like and how that experience can just be a whole hell of a lot more fun if somebody actually wants to have sex with you. Right, right. Um, and kind of tying into that, also learning, you can't have sex with everybody. Like specifically yeah. for boys, it's like ingrained in our minds. Oh, I think she's sexy. She's standing in front of me. Like she's standing in front of me. I should try. Like and like, it's kind of this thing. It's like you feel this pressure again to okay well i should talk to them because they're here like i gotta talk to every last one of them and it's this constant just being on it on it on it on it and it's hounding and it's thirst and it's just so much you gotta just learn to just let people live learning to just admire you don't have to engage with everybody you come across yeah i think it just even that was taught like yo just relax you cannot fuck them all just can't and it's okay yeah yeah that's a big one for me yeah 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 it's so it's so crazy how what little we're taught and how it's like the amount of experience we have versus how little we're taught yeah it's it's quite weird actually yeah unless you know how to do research for yourself or you happen to pick things up from people who happen to know some things you're out here fumbling around for a very long time yeah a very long time um but i'm grateful that i was able to escape a lot of struggles i guess in my sex life but yeah it was a self journey for sure it was definitely a self journey for me as well Mm -hmm. glad we got here together absolutely (laughs) another thing i wish i would have known is Mm non-judgment that's huge huge especially like i think for all boys but i know for sure black boys and judging girls whatever race they are and them wanting to have sex we go so hard in judging girls negatively for having sex 
I wish I would have never learned that toxic bullshit. I wish I'd have never learned that. I have, I've had so many struggles through the years, and I've, and I've missed out on opportunities to have sex with different uh, girls and women like earlier on because I had that dumb shit in my head like, oh, you're a hoe because of whatever the fuck. I really wish that that was, a, a, that was non-existent um, across the board. People like having sex. People have sex. Some have a lot of partners. Some have a little bit of partners. None of it means shit other than what it what it is yeah, as long as it's consensual and you're actually physically healthy it doesn't mean anything not at all i really wish i never had that burden on my mind it's, you know we've we've had our struggles just earlier on and then things i've had to work through and just this deeply ingrained bullshit about judgment and it don't get easier as you get older we still carry a lot of that same stuff so i just wish people across the board man woman or other could freely engage with partners without judgment of how many partners you had or whatever yeah. yeah or what kind of sex you're into or what kind of sex you're into yeah i think that it's been as far as like the type of sex that i have and just the type of dynamic dynamic we have um like it took me a while to just like open up to it about it to like my close friends and like my sister um yeah just because there's a lot of like side eye shame weird like you're really weird like what are y'all into type of stuff but i don't know i don't not to judge anyone else's but i don't really know someone whose sex life is better than mine <laughs> like personally um i have i have an amazing sex life i have amazing partners and <laughs> it 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 breeds a lot of connection and a lot of love and a lot of communication that um when i talk to my peers about they don't have that level of communication around sex and um and then at some at one point i was just like well maybe they just you know like i'm really interested in it it's my field of study like maybe it's just that like it's just that like, i love it so much um not just the act of it but just the the psychology of it um but then i still have deeper conversations with them and they're like not that happy with their sex life yeah. <laughs> or they're like calling me asking me for tips and um yeah just i wish it was there was less shame around that and we were again taught more about the communication and, and just the type of language to use right um because if i go to you like you know how you know you were blowing my back out back there i didn't like that that was really bad and, and like saying it in a really negative way it could really hurt you and yeah. not just your ego but like your feelings yeah and then it could impact how you have sex with me the next time so really like having the language of just you know showing you that i appreciate the sex that we had that i loved it i loved connecting with you and i would like to try this new thing and i would like to kind of take this thing out mm -hmm. um i used to teach this program called mlw and we used to we used to say um for feedback um was it keep stop and like uh if, if any of the mlw people watching i'm so sorry i don't remember uh <laughs> it's like keep oh keep stop start keep stop start mm -hmm. so we're gonna keep these things we're gonna stop these things and we're gonna start doing these things mm -hmm. and just approaching um the communication around sex like that um or even um why does it sound like that like that <laughs> uh, <laughs> or even like the feedback sandwich of like positive con constructive positive yeah. like i loved how you kissed my neck when you know we we're in missionary and i loved how you like turned my hips up mm -hmm. i didn't really like when you bit me on my inner thigh it was a little too hard 
but maybe next time we could start licking first. Like yeah. having it like that, it's more constructive of like, okay, I made you feel really good. I got a little crazy with the biting, but I know how to fix it next time. Yeah. Just like that type of language yeah. changes everything and it changes yeah. the sex and connection you can have with your partner. Yeah, debriefing. I wish I would have knew what the yes. hell that was. Aftercare. How to do a debrief and aftercare. Aftercare. That's what I wish I knew. Yeah. They, they can teach that in school. Yes. Hey, if you're going to be out here having sex, you should ask these questions once you're done so that you and your partner can at least know that you're having okay sex, not okay, yeah. good sex with them in a safe way. Yeah. Did this work for how did you like this? Do you want more of this? Oh, yeah, I like that, but less of that. Yeah, just all those things. Debriefing and aftercare. What does your partner need to feel good yeah. after an energized sexual experience? You yeah, know what do I mean? you need water? Do you need cuddles? And um, like people always think that that bonding happens with sex, but really happens after sex during those cuddles, yeah. those cuddly moments, because um, there's so much oxytocin released. Um, that chemical or hormone is released in your body and that's what bonds you that's what makes you feel connected and loved is that after care right that after the sex has happened the dust has settled you're not sweating as much you got some water what happens during those moments that's yeah. what creates intimacy and that's yeah. what creates love speaking of intimacy i wish i would have knew what the hell that was <laughs> and that that's okay and it's a beautiful thing yeah and, and to that, encourage that yeah. yeah, and that intimacy doesn't have to do with sex. Yeah. You can have strong intimacy with somebody and not ever have sex. Yeah, like back in the day, I used to just do the cuddles because I knew that she wanted it. And, you know, it's just like, all right, let's do the little cuddle thing. You gave me your pussy. I'm, I, oh. The least I could do is hold you for a few minutes. It was like that, though. It wasn't because I just wanted to do it. It really wasn't. <laughs> But now I've embraced her on such a level. I'm being, I'm just being real, though. It was just a, such a disconnect. <laughs> With that, it felt so obligatory yeah. to do. You know what I mean? I wish I would have knew to slow the hell down. I'm just every every time. I'm just trying to. I'm just trying to go hard because I again all I have is porn as my resource. I wish I would have known the different ways yeah. of going about even having sex. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's a slow. The yeah. fast, the hard, the scary. Yeah, just it's still yeah. consensual. Build versatility. Build connection. Yeah, and really enjoying your partner, being present in the moment, not thinking about whatever. So I think that within the times that we're living in right now, we have way more resources than our parents or parents' parents have ever had. And it's just no more excuse to not be able to educate ourselves or the youth in how to go about this thing. And so I just think that this is a shift happening in the world and we could really be a part of setting the tone for what happens with our children in the future um, by having these conversations and so i think to wrap things up let's just touch on a few things that we can do you know for our children in order to be able to lead the pack in a new direction um, so what do we have here yeah i have some tips on normalizing sex conversations in your home the first thing that you need to do is educate yourself about sex first if you don't know what the hell you're doing <laughs> and be honest with yourself not just from your experience like you do you really know what's happening with a sexual experience? Educate yourself first. One, it would impact you and your sex life, but you can also be a good resource for whatever younger, whatever younger person is in your life. Um, the second thing would be don't make them feel guilty or shameful for having sex. Even if you feel like waiting till marriage is the thing, if that's something that you did, um, you don't have to push your views on somebody else, especially if they feel safe enough to come to you. So make sure that they, you're not pushing guilt or shame onto them. 
um be an askable and approachable person let them know like you know if when you when it comes to time when you're going through those changes and you're wanting to have sex um you can come to me and you can ask me questions and i can help you and i can support you in that and actually do it and when they come to you don't get all shy and uncomfortable because it's going to be it might be uncomfortable um but they don't have to feel that you can just feel it and talk to it with your peers about how uncomfortable you are talk to your therapist about it but don't make them feel um shame for it the next one would be don't threaten to punish or disown them um again we live in a very different world right now um our young generation is more liberal more communicative and they really know what they want more than i think any other generation so don't disown them if their if their beliefs and their views on sex are different from yours just support them as much as you can um and if it's not something that you can do yourself then maybe push them in the right direction so that they can still get a resource if it's not you directly um the next thing would be when they tell you they're having sex don't explode don't be like oh my god don't bring again don't bring shame into it just stay calm and relax you can freak out internally if you must but don't let that be shown like they're coming to you with this really new vulnerable thing and you should feel honored that they even felt safe enough to tell you um and just to add to that i would actually initiate the conversation and invite them in hey so you know i know you're going into high school now or you're finishing up probably should have the conversation in middle school hey you know i know you're getting older now and you know kids may be having sex around you let's have a conversation about it let's talk about it you know i just feel like that that invite will make a child feel yeah. way more comfortable i agree yeah um and just like kind of allowing just that just dropping that seed so that as they grow that seed will grow with them and they'll know like this is an askable approachable person and i'm safe here kids are getting going early these days i would talk about this as soon as 11 or 12 honestly these r&b songs is nastier than ever (laughs) there's nothing safe anymore with the music and the media like we got to start talking to kids double digits for sure social media is definitely teaching your kids about sex and you want to get ahead of it um that's just my advice the next thing or the last thing is do not push or probe or interrogate them for details them telling you they had sex is embarrassing enough most likely so you don't need to know and nor do you probably want to know the dirty details that comes um with all of that so and if they are you know giving you those freely then sure take the details but don't push to ask for them because it's gonna it might make them feel uncomfortable and might not make them want to speak to you about it again when they might really need to and one last one, since school isn't a proper resource and a lot of times parents do feel uncomfortable, maybe seek out a sex therapist. Even for yeah. an 18, 19 year old kid, sex therapy and them helping and kind of help them or navigate. Sex coach. Sex coach. I think that actually is something really valuable these days. Hi, right on a Zoom call. Hey, coach, I'm getting ready to go have sex with somebody at a party tonight. What should I do? Like, that's yeah. something that should absolutely be able to happen now. Yes, absolutely. And if you're looking for a sex coach, I am here. I am launching my sex coaching business shortly. So if you need me, send a DM. That's a great segue. Thank you. Absolutely. <laughs> so we discussed a lot today. Um, hopefully it made you think about some of the things that may or may not have happened to you that have kind of shaped who you are as a sexual being. And we hope that it can help shape who you choose to be moving forward. Uh, So if you got any value out of today's conversation, please let us know. 
write something in the comments share this with anybody who you feel could gain value from it um, as always we appreciate all the love and support and if you haven't yet definitely check us out on all your podcast streaming platforms and on youtube and instagram at both sides of the bed uh, you can also check us out on our personal pages at amir underscore rashad and at basera underscore underscore you can also please check us out on tiktok we are millennials trying tiktok so if you could help us out. We want to get the TikTok <laughs> Yeah, going. so you can help us out and follow us and share us there. That would be amazing as we build community there. Until next time, stay tuned for the sexy. Stay tuned for the sexy.